Hey y'all, and welcome to the Transparent Chip Podcast, where we explore, evolve, connect, and create community while broadening our perspectives and everyday topics. Please make sure that you are subscribed wherever you are listening and follow me at transparent.chick.pc on Instagram so you can stay in tune with me. I'm always active on my stories, so be sure to engage because I will definitely respond back. And again, thank you for being here with me. Now let's get into this episode. Y'all, so we got something special on today. I have my very first guest and I am super excited. The reason I am excited is one, because she is one of my very good girlfriends. I feel like she is heaven sent (laughs) ever since she came into my life. It has been much smoother and has been more organized. And um, she's just overall a joy to be around. She is full of life. She is my prayer warrior. She is the one that gets in my tail (laughs) when I am not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I just love her to pieces. And since we have been talking about um, just community and what that means and what that looks like, um, yeah, I thought it I thought it right to bring somebody on here that is a part of my community and that like truly helps me in my life and that is a major part of my community. So I want to bring on my girlfriend Christy. Hey, <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, sis. How are you? I'm wonderful. You know, out here doing this stuff and figuring it out. And having people like you in my corner that's like encouraging me to keep going. I am so <laughs> proud to be here and I am so proud of you and whatever you say, wherever we got to go, I'm there. Girl, I'm there. Now that's the truth. That that's the truth. Any idea that I have come <laughs> up with, like, do not tell Christy. Cause she gonna start researching. <laughs> she gonna start with, Well, Beverly, did you think about this? Did you try? and I'm like, girl, I just got step one. Right. I ain't got the twelve yet, you know? But it's good to have people like that in y'all's circle. So, Christy, let the people know who you are and what you do. Okay, so I am, of course, Beverly's friend through Christ, through um, community, um, through love, and through support that she's given me. But I'm Christy Lee. Um, I am a mother, a daughter, a friend. I work in IT, and I also, as a breast cancer survivor, have a nonprofit that I help other survivors out with. So basically, that's who I am. Okay, okay. You want to talk a little bit more about your nonprofit? Yeah, so I had, um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer back in 2012. Um, Went through the journey, told God, listen, I'm going to take those Bible verses and that thing you call a book of truth and do it to a test. See see how we're going to do this. See see what's going to return. And I had a very, very, to me, um, obviously, wonderful ending. With a lot of side effects and a lot of drawbacks, because that's just what treatment does. I was on chemo and radiation. Mm-hmm. And because of that, God pretty much put me in the way of starting a nonprofit to help others in my in my in my situation. So if they were diagnosed and things that they've had done to them, breast cancer, mm-hmm. um, I've supplied the means of financial assistance, fun, um, resources just an ear. So just things that we can do to try to help out the community in general for those who are diagnosed. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. And to me, like when you told me about your nonprofit, I just thought it was amazing because I saw like a servant heart. Like you wanted to help other people that 
in some way, shape, or form, or in some way, like, they're forgotten about. Like, once you get through the treatment, once you get through the chemo, then it's kind of like, okay, well, she beat it now. So, you know what I mean? Yes, that is exactly um, But the right. fact that you have put something together to help them to regain their life in a way of, like, figuring out their new normalcy, I think that's super, super dope. So, thank you for having something out there like that. Because, again, like, and I don't do the research, y'all, but I had never heard of anybody, like, taking that type of point of view and turning it, Mm -hmm. turning something that was traumatic into something beautiful and something that you can share with other people. So, thank you for your contribution. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It wasn't easy. There was always a time, and sometimes even today, that I don't want to do it. Because Mm -hmm. when you're in that situation of being servant, you also needing assistance Mm -hmm. um it it just can kind of get in the way you know your eyes 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 sometimes instead of us um and helping you know god has to put you back in your space to let you know this is what i have for you to do my dear so let's get to it and with that of course you're also being assisted and provided by him so yeah it's just works out so last week i talked about um in the full-length episode on this past Thursday, I talked about building your community and what that means. And if you guys haven't had a chance to go um, listen to that, I definitely suggest you do that. Um, Because what I'm talking about in that episode is the importance of learning you. And in learning you, you learn what it is that you need. And in, in learning what you need, that can help you better determine the type of people you need around you because I get it like some people were like well it's not good to use people actually I don't agree with that you should use people because they use you right but you can use people in a good way you can use people to encourage you when you're feeling down if you need some extra um prayer if you need some resources like I told y'all Christy is real good for like I call her sis I got an idea she is the research queen (laughs) (laughs) and so like That's just what I want to expound on and talk a little bit more about today. So, Christy, I'm going to ask you the question, like, what is your definition of community? And then how do you cultivate your community? Definition of community to me is um, the same attitudes, the same likes, who you fellowship with, um, maybe even the same religious base, you know, your same um, needs and wants and desires as far as for your lifestyle. So I need to have people who praise and worship. So I'm going to have people praise and worship around me in in my community. (laughs) That's number one. Uh And with that comes, you know, I like to go out and shop or I I like to help out in the community to rebuild things for children. Like I'm on a PTA for my, for my daughter. Um, So I'll find other people who, who are interested in some form or fashion of doing a little something mm-hmm. with kids. Um, I enjoy helping and researching and, <laughs> and learning. So I am enjoying being a part of the community of, of those like you who are doing new fabulous things for the culture, um, whatever that culture may be, mm-hmm. um, and learning and just the people who are going to be open to travel. That's a community for me. Um, and learning new spaces of life and, adventures those are communities it's just the same basis of people who think who think like you i cultivate that though by um honestly allowing myself to be in the space of those resources and i am one of the lucky ones mm-hmm. through the nonprofit that mm-hmm. i learn and i am actually introduced to people outside of what you would think is your normal community people that you kind of know mm-hmm. like family when you need a hug um 
I, I start learning from them some of the things that I like to do that can become a part of my world and my community and how I can help other people. So I think that's just how I cultivate it to make sure that I get to know folks, see what they do, see how I can assist, see how they can assist me, see what you can learn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that because I think it has a strategy behind it. And again, like some people, they, they come from the point of view of like, well, if it's not organic, I don't want it. And I get that. But everyone doesn't work that way, number one. Number two, like, you know, God has given us domain over a lot of things. And if you don't have the domain over who you allow in your life, like, to me, that's just kind of um, unwise because then you wonder, like, okay, why am I dealing with this thing that I wasn't dealing with before? It's because, like, you just allow anybody in. And so, um, and you cultivating and you, like, taking the time to figure out, again, yourself, Mm because you said you cultivate your community based off of the things that interest you and the things that you know you need as an individual. I just feel like it makes it easier. It makes it easier. (laughs) Yeah, you're not going to step out there into a arena that you don't know about. and You don't even know the people. You don't know what you're bringing in. Yeah, and it's unwise. It's foolish. I call it foolish. It's foolish. (laughs) Nowadays, you know me. I'll be ready to yeah, because they, they like to talk about God, but they, they don't, like want get, they don't want to talk about Jesus. They don't want to talk about Jesus. I need some Christ followers. Yeah. I make that specific. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. And not to get it misconstrued, right? Because my God, my Jesus, my Holy Ghost, that it, it tells me to love everyone, Every, right? Right, exactly. But at the same time, like, as far as having people that are close to me that I genuinely call on when I need, like... If you ain't rocking with God, like, you, you can't be that close. I'm just sorry. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I love you, though. I promise. <laughs> but, you know, so that's a good point, though. I actually have a girlfriend that I call her my my uh, uh, sister of, of India, and we call her Ruby Auntie. They actually put the aunties on the end. Mm-hmm. She's Hindu. Um, and what we found is that we cultivate our religious beliefs around God, but I respect and what she believes and she also knows for a fact that I am present and a Christ follower mm-hmm. and it's funny when you're when you're dealing with other people in the aspects that you meet them personally first right. become friends and you cultivate a relationship she will come to me for prayer yeah. so she knows yeah. I am praying to Jesus Christ so now yeah. I don't know how that works for somebody else when you're not like a follower of him uh-huh. but they'll come to you to pray to him, pray <laughs> for him. and when they th- see, see things moving <laughs> You know, at the end of the day, I'm like, listen, because I'm not going to come to you. I respect that you're Hindu or I may respect or, you know, that you're Muslim, but I'm not going to come specifically to you Mm -hmm. to cultivate that prayer. I'm going to come to my sis, Bev, and I'm going to have somebody say in the name of Jesus. I think that's interesting because you're not the first person to tell me that because I attract all different types of people, right? And then, you know, that one... um, that one line that people say you are what you attract. I don't believe I don't that. Believe that. Uh, and the reason I don't no. believe it is because, you know, I consider myself a very like joyful spirit, mm-hmm. very light, mm-hmm. very like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like to have a good time. I like to laugh. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is literally my strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, sometimes I get some folk that I'd be like, how in the world? <laughs> but then other times it's like, thank you. You were an answer mm-hmm. prayer. And so when you talk about like, you know, attracting people who you get to know personally first, and then as you go deeper, you learn about, you know, their spiritual and religious beliefs and stuff like that. It's like, do I now separate myself from this person? Because they're still like, it's still cultivation, right? Like they're still adding something 
to you that is making your life more fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And so I think too, when you come to that crossroads, like it's a respect thing. It's a respect thing. Like, I got my God, (laughs) you got your God, right? Don't say nothing sideways because About. then the smiling thug is coming out. The gospel gangster, if you will. Because right. it's like, you know, I don't play about mine and you shouldn't play about yours or whatever. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, and we worked through that. We've been friends for well over 20 years. And when you have that kind of relationship and you're trying to determine what to do next, the, the, the course of action and all that we've been through comes first. Mm-hmm. Right. And then from there. So we already know how to go step through. And some of the belief systems are just the same in general as women. Right. You know, as uh, uh, women of color, um, you know, things of that nature. It's still kind of, it works. It does. But yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. If we come in for prayer, we say in the name of Jesus. And everybody lines uh-huh. up along with that. Now, uh-huh. when they, again, when they go home, I don't know if they were something <laughs> or what they say. I, I don't know if they hush your man at the end of the day. Because, you know, but that's the name I'm calling out. Or right. Just, you know. Right, right, right. Yes, I like that. I like that. So, I got a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Am I a part of your community? What? (laughs) Remember the time? Ain't nobody know. Y'all, let me tell y'all. Let me tell you. My sis. Oh, I'm about to tell you. Am I, are you a part of my community or what? Let me tell you how you are so much a part of my community. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. We were just saying, if I called and didn't hear something, your voice is sounding right. You had a client in your chair. Through the speaker, I said, client, listen, I got to slag. Like, it's time. <laughs> Do you mind why she is standing over your head for me to get this in? Yes, you are a part of my community. Because somebody who will allow and trust me to hear or discern something going on within them, their lives, you are at your professional job doing a service for someone else and you allow me to pray over and in your life to ensure that you're okay that is a part of my community because you could not be accepting of it you may not be comfortable with it but we love each other in a way that we know that when we come in for each other for something like that because something needs to be done Mm -hmm. specifically in prayer life that's my community. And then, girl, I live vicariously through you. Y'all, my little sister, <laughs> she what? will climb the uh, mountains. Climb uh, the mountains. Up backwards, sideways, and with the with water up to her nose. And You talking about when I went caving. And all that. I just do any of that. Like, and I'm somewhere saying, oh, Lord, no, I can't. <laughs> I like the freshness that you bring. And it's all of the essence that you have, like all of these things that you're doing within the... um your business yes that's my i learned through you i love seeing things come out through you so that that my community is learning cultivating loving Mm -hmm. happiness joy laughter you give me all of that that's that's what i gotta have around me i appreciate that because to me like since we're having this conversation because i feel like it's something we've always known but like now that we're like saying the words it's like you know what i get from you what i'm hearing from you is that you get the same thing Mm -hmm. and that's another thing that i would like y'all to like take into consideration like to me community relationships should be reciprocal even if it's not in the same exact way um you should feel those same feelings of like warmth and connection and a belonging if you will and you should feel like you could be able to depend on them folk and say anything yeah, it's because sad. child, <laughs> y'all, <laughs> I'm just saying the name of Jesus and then call somebody out their name and, then, and my and my and Bev is right there with me. And I'm like, ooh, 
Oh, right. You go bring it in. Right, right. <laughs> That's what we doing today. Okay. All right. <laughs> or with me, I'll be having one of my days because although I'm a ray of sunshine, y'all, I have my days just like everybody else. And when I had them days, I call Kirstie. I'm like, bro. <laughs> like this is how I feel and she know when I'm being dramatic like this is how I feel and, da, 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 da. and I'll listen to that and she will sit there and listen and I could go on for like 10-15 minutes and when I get done she'd be like you done? you alright? should we pray now? <laughs> let's see right now you can't say that or do that well you didn't say that to him you didn't do that to her child yeah. she done got me a many times that's what you said <laughs> Beverly, let's think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, even, even in those moments where I'm like overly emotional, sometimes she won't say it in that moment. She'll come back like a few days later or however often when I done came out of my mess or whatever. And she'll be like, so, I was thinking. Let's just see where we were at with this and why. And that's another thing that we talked about last week. Like, the accountability. Accountability, accountability doesn't always have to look look like somebody pointing their finger at you and you should do this and you shouldn't do that no accountability can be soft y'all very <laughs> it can be intentional <laughs> intentional that is one of the things that accountability should be and it's a natural if you're around people who are always wanting to try you know we're not perfect nope um some things will just come natural to say oh well did you do that or oh, well did i do that so the accountability is not anything that you got to think about. It's just who you are. Or you know what that person said they wanted to do, be, look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of keep them to it. And I know I keep saying I'm going back to last week's episode, but that's why y'all need to listen to <laughs> last to week's episode. Because everything that we're saying, none of this could have came about unless we knew ourselves. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to tell you why I chose you as a part of my community. (laughs) So y'all, just a brief back story. Christy started off as my client. She is still my client because y'all know I do here. Um, Her and her daughter. And um, yeah, like she came as a referral. And I just remember you like talking about God like all the time. And I was cool with it because I'm like, yeah, like I rock with Jesus. Um, but then we started having deeper conversations around it, and that's when you start telling me you are an old lady and uh, <laughs> raising your parents. Oh Lord, you like you are an old lady in a young body, and I was like, I've always been told that I have an old soul, but I also feel like I'm joyful or or young and in spirit too, because I enjoy things that allow me to still be like childlike. Like, I'll go skating, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or I'll go kayaking or something like that. Or go hiking, go be in nature, all that extra stuff. Like, I still like video games. I just, you know, it's a distraction. Mm-hmm. And I'm grown and I got stuff to do. Right. <laughs> um, right. So I can't sit on a game all day. But, like, that was what kind of, like, had me, had me feeling a little way. And I was like, okay. I think I like her. I think I like her a lot. <laughs> But I'm going to just warm up to it. And then I felt like Christy just automatically adopted me. I don't know. What the turn of it? Oh, that's what it was. London had that dream. And she drew a picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so her daughter had this dream. She drew a picture. um, And I ain't going to go too much into details about that. Just stay tuned for Bev's life Mm -hmm. (laughs) and what's to come. But um, just 
her speaking into my life then and not knowing what my dreams and my desires and where I wanted my career to go and what I wanted for my life and what God had already told me about my life. Like her not knowing any of those things and just speaking so like confidently into my life. Like this woman don't know me other than I do her hair well and her daughters. That's it. Um, I was like, yeah, I like her a lot. And then like... I don't know how we even got this close, Christy. Like, what? It just sometimes seems like that happens, you know. <laughs> right. The community happens without you knowing it. Yeah. Do you mind telling them your age? Y'all, Lord, everybody, don't, don't hold it against them. <laughs> the old people, shout out to the old people. On her show, 54, I am 54. Yeah. And Ooh. so it's like, again. I'm older than her parents. First of all. <laughs> Probably is older than that. Oh, we can't cuss. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh God. Like to me, that's how I knew. I was like, yeah, this woman has wisdom. This woman represents like how I would like to live my life at her age. Christy has experienced some of the wildest things. She has been <laughs> blessed in all of her years to experience the things that she has. And like to me, I feel like abundance follows her. <laughs> in every capacity like even when it gets to the rough and tough times and we be asking God like what you doing now like you just knocked me down twice you gonna knock me down again and then out of nowhere this this big huge like massive blessing will fall from the sky and we're like oh, oh that's okay. why she had to tear it yes but yeah like I chose you just based off of those things because I then the person I was then I had a very hard time just trusting people mm. off of the simple fact of, you know, I had friends that were close to me that I considered family and, you know, people switch up on you for whatever their reasons may be. Mm-hmm. And um, I take those things very to heart because I'm an only child, right? So I don't play about my friends. Mm-hmm. They, at some point, become sisters and brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and so, yeah, like, I, I was just, I was hurting at that time from a, a, a recent friendship breakup. Mm-hmm. And she just came in, and y'all, she was, like, neosporin <laughs> and, like, all the medicine that I needed to kind of, like, soothe over my wound. And so I was like, yeah, I'm about to do life with this lady, regardless if she want me to or not. I'm going to be somewhere in the background, <laughs> like, cheering her on. She is not getting rid of me. And I even want to talk about, like, one specific time that I will never, ever, 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 ever. I know I said a lot of efforts. But I will never forget. Is, um, <clears throat> I mentioned on my podcast before that I'm currently going through a divorce. And a very short version of that is I was in a relationship with this guy for eight years, loved him to life literally um and we were married a little under a year before i decided that i wanted to get a divorce for reasons that you know i don't feel needed to discuss but um yeah me deciding to get a divorce it wasn't a hard decision um but i would be lying to you if i said that i didn't think about like what are other people going to think because i was married a little under a year But my other thought was for all the women that I know that have endured being cheated on and abused in multiple ways and and just not really being loved the way that God says we're supposed to be loved. um, I was like, yeah, nah, I ain't about to be another one of them. I ain't got no kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a quick 
done, one done type situation. Not saying that I don't want to get married again because I definitely do. I enjoyed being married. I just made the wrong choice and decision. So I'm going through that process and I'm in and out of depression, but you know, I'm going to therapy and things like that. And my, my tribe, my community, Christy being a part of that, like, you know, I was vocal in letting them know, like, I need y'all. I need y'all to check up on me. We need to go get something to eat together. Like, we just need to be around each other a lot more because what I do not want is for me to fall into the trap of loneliness. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to fall into the trap of depression. Like, I know that because I'm mourning things that I thought or the way that I thought my life was going to be and the way that my life was and, and what I thought was true but actually wasn't. Like, I know I need my people around me. And so... I would do this thing where I would just work, 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 work. Like, it's easy for me to be a workaholic because um, I also love my job, right? So if it brings me joy, then it only makes sense that if I'm going through a difficult time, let me work more because <laughs> it brings me joy. Mm -hmm. But I remember um, one Saturday I had got off and I had got home and cleaning used to be like my favorite. I meant cleaning. Cooking used to be my favorite like pastime. I had me a glass of wine and, you know, I just get going, right? Well, I was texting my girlfriend, Key, and she was asking me, she was like, how are you feeling? Like, how are you genuinely feeling? And I was like, I started crying, but I couldn't, like, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what words to describe what I felt, like, in my heart. And Key was like, do you need me? And all I replied to was, I put the thumbs up. I didn't need to say any words. She was like, I'm on my way. Then, not even 30 seconds later, Christy called me. She was like, hey. What you doing? How you you all right? And I'm just like, no. And she said, Well, I'm on my way over there. Cause I feel like the Holy Spirit done told me something's going on. So my two girlfriends come over there. And y'all, <laughs> oh my God. Like when I say spiritually, they were my warriors that day because I could not hold myself up. Like, I, I, I literally couldn't hold myself up. And I also felt a bit ashamed. And I'm going to paint the picture for you. Like, I, I'm in there trying to cook, but, you know, my mind is all over the place. And I'm a really good cook, y'all, by the way. But my mind was all over the place. I was taking shots because I was using that as advice to try to make myself, you know, feel numb. That wasn't working. And I just had, like, this just big ocean of emotions <laughs> just all over the place. They walk in my house. They hug me and y'all, I'm in like I ain't even have on no shirt. <laughs> I just had on straight underwear. Like, cause I'm at my house, I'm comfortable, right? And I was like, I feel so embarrassed because I couldn't even have enough common sense to put a shirt on. And I was like, Chad, we don't care. <laughs> like, we don't care. We we've seen it before. But just the love, the covering, the protection. The, 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 I don't even know mm. what other words I want to put there, mm. but just what I felt in that moment, I was like, yo, these are people that's really like, they love me. Mm -hmm. They love me. Cause I couldn't even utter the words of what I felt and how I felt and what it was doing to me. Mm. But they were so connected to me spiritually that even if I didn't say the words, they felt it. The Holy Spirit gave them a sense of urgency mm -hmm. and they came. Do you remember that day? I do. <laughs> I do. I she I said, Do you need me or something? And I can't I, I it happened just like that. And y'all, 
And I, I and for those who are listening, trust and believe. I don't think I'm a little mini Jesus at all. <laughs> but there are moments when it's time to get into the spirit, and you have to do according to what the Holy Spirit leads you to. And I got to the parking lot. There was some little agitated demons that tried to meet me in the parking lot before I could even get up to my sis. So I had to start slaying y'all in the parking lot. My poor neighbors was out there. I made them stop. And I, I, I sometimes theatrics is just theatrics. I had oil. I was throwing it all up in the apartment complex, threw it all on her neighbors because you got to get some of that. When it is time to cleanse and I knew that she was in need emotionally, spiritually, you name it, you have to come in with prayer. I couldn't wait till I got to the door to see her face. I started from the time we I got off that phone and got in my car until I got to her door. And from there, I met her with love. She was prepared to receive. And we just got through it. We just got through it. We we, we let we let Jesus breathe on us. God had the Holy Spirit there. Oh my God. And and we, you know, we just opened up our hearts and minds to it and we got that thing done. It was a powerful moment. But do you remember that moment when I was at the refrigerator and you held my stomach? Yes. 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 Y'all, again, I've never had kids. So, like, I don't know what labor pains feel like. I just know what it's been described as. And (laughs) y'all, that thing brought me to my knees. I was like, yo. And you remember what you said to me? There were several things. I remember one, I was saying that I'm sorry that you had to be the one to carry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry because the Holy Spirit let me know that she had to be the one to carry so much. When you are the chosen one for whatever reason for your job in the kingdom, you have to carry certain things for the whole family, for your lineage. And this baby had to carry you. And I held her womb and I apologized. I said, I'm so sorry you had to be the chosen one. I get it. But listen, this is what we're going to have to do. And this is what we're going to have to tell the devil. So I first told the devil and then I told her out of her own mouth Mm -hmm. to tell the devil because he had to hear it from her too, not just me orchestrating it. And we had to get that womb together. We, it was powerful y'all. I'm telling you, it was, it was powerful. I never ran out of energy though. I never ran out of words to say. Because you were in the middle, like you were in your beginning stages of your, what is it? Tentatives? Yeah. You were in the middle of the beginning stages of that. And I saw how much that drained you. But baby, you were super crispy that day. That thing, that thing, that nothing stopped because I was like, oh, oh, this is what we're doing? And when I saw, you know, just some of the things that were just propelling in the air and what, you know, what these these spirits and this this, this thought process and these demons were trying to do, I'm like, no, they're not going to give up, so neither can I. I can't come in here and we're going to bow down or what? Bow down to Jesus. And the victory is already there. We already came in with the power. Come on. to use it. So I was ready for battle. Y'all, sometimes I come and one, one of my friends had to tell me, don't try to go slay everything, baby. You don't know all these things that you're coming up against. Okay. But because I knew it was you and we had to go ahead and get it done, and then I knew <laughs> when the Holy Spirit told me, she carried it. I said, we got to get this womb together. We got to make that thing come out. We got we to gotta give it a voice. and We got to just get it to move on. This It was in the way. And honestly, if you think back from how I was then, like before the divorce and everything like that, up until this point, like I have been since that moment, I have been regaining the strength Mm -hmm. of my voice and using Mm -hmm. my voice and what that means. Like 
from this podcast to the things that I speak up about, even like, you know, in my, in my relationships, like I used to be a person that lacked boundaries, if I'm being honest, but now like they are abundantly clear and they are said with love. But if Beverly has ran out of fuel for herself, I cannot show up for you. I'm sorry. That's why I don't, I don't, um, uh, uh, I don't commit to things <laughs> up front as much as I used to because I don't want to commit to it on Monday and then Saturday get here and I'm just burnt out and then I got a flake on you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'd be like, you know what? I'll let you know. Thank you for inviting me. I 100% appreciate it, but sometimes I just have to say no. And that's been such a relief and it's mm-hmm. so refreshing. Yeah, like Boundaries are my thing now because I now understand that they protect the relationships that mean so much to me and they also protect me mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i can show up so much better for you with having boundaries versus not because you want me to show up tired and complaining the whole time because i'm tired <laughs> like no you won't bev how i am currently like jovial and happy and ready and enthusiastic and all the things so yeah um that's how I knew Chrissy was a part of my community. Like I told y'all, she has been in some very, um, and it just happened quick. And it did. It happened quick. It I was did. like, Lord. But she has been um, just a guiding light in a lot of the areas of my life. Um, business, finances, family stuff, <laughs> like Bev stuff, like all the things. Um, and so... I just, I've always considered her to be of kindred spirit. Like, Mm -hmm. she's not my family by blood, but Mm -hmm. she's my family by choice, Mm -hmm. you know? That's huge, too. Yeah, by choices. That works out sometimes better than by blood, because you can't, (laughs) you ain't got no choice with them. Yeah. But I just, I truly love your wisdom, and I'm grateful to have it in my life. I'm grateful that you give me just a different perspective, and I don't know. Like I told you, you like Neil Sporing on my wounds, man. Like you just you help me to heal and heal in a way that doesn't make me hard. Oh, because I think this. Yeah, I think that's yeah. important too. Because you know, a lot of people are talking about living a soft life. Like soft life don't mean for me. <laughs> let me make that clear. It doesn't mean that you're not doing work. Right. It means that you're doing purposeful work. Right. And healing takes work, and it's a continuous process because we just experience so much as human beings but again when you cultivate your community (laughs) and you have people around you healing becomes a process that's not so difficult it is hard but it's not difficult because you have those folks that you can rely on and you know love on you and you love on them oh thank you (laughs) it feels so good to hear that sometimes when you do it it is organic they say organic I'm I'm doing what you what you bring out of me too. So it's a two parter. Hmm. I don't realize that I am I am giving you all of that because you're giving me some of that same energy, if not most. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm doing me, and it just it's nice to hear to know that you that you're making a different a value in somebody's life. Like, yeah, because we're so busy being sissies that you know <laughs> and working and living that you don't always get to sit down and put into a space exactly what somebody does for you. And, and bring it to an audience of almost some strangers. Like, you don't know who's going to hear this. Hey, y'all, just in case somebody hears it. Hey, also. y'all. Hey, y'all, yeah. But really, I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm always going to be here. And I'm, yeah, 
I'll be here for y'all too if y'all need some oil thrown in the bed. <laughs> You need somebody to come in there and theatrics. <laughs> Listen, you be somewhere over over the uh, side of her. I ain't trying to chase, chase nobody away. Yeah. <laughs> Remember you had that party at one person because they went and stopped messing with me. And then they didn't show up for what, like for two, three months. For two or three months. <laughs> I was like, ooh. They was like, where's she? Child, I don't know. I just know my friend came to break. You said something. And she came like, back a different person. And she's been different ever, ever since. <laughs> I said, I don't know. We can't have this. So I got sick of this. And I went up <laughs> and down. Uh, I sure did. I was like, what are you doing? I don't care nothing about that. Just that I can't. He saw me. He came, came, went on back in. I did the whole place. And from, it wasn't even a week later. Wasn't it the, the two days later? Child, I don't know. It was gone, something crazy. Gone for three or four months. Came back and the spirit has been right ever, ever since. since. And we talking about how many years now going on. It may be three years now. Yes. Yeah. They've been right ever since. Yeah. It, we just, we couldn't have that. <laughs> like, this has been such a good conversation. It's been some good quality time with my big sister. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we're going to go ahead and bring it to a close. But before we do that, Christy, I just want to ask you, what would you like our listeners to take away from our discussion today? Um, Community, cultivating, being uh, reciprocated, being open to it, um, intentional uh, with understanding who you are, which will also work with who you bring into your life and your aspects of what you do discerning at some point and all this guys just it'll kind of come natural you know getting the resources that you have around you like this podcast you know listening to bed to try to get some of the ideas or to letting things get into your mind to change or better the mm-hmm. way that you think or just trying to figure out things um just to ensure that you have a community around you that really can support you love you but just try to get you the assistance that you need even if they can't um i think it's just very important nowadays to try to at least have that unity and that energy. Mm-hmm. We, we we need hugs. We need air hugs. We need through podcast hugs. Because this world nowadays is just... Child, if you ain't got yeah. nobody... If you ain't got nobody... Baby, I am praying for you. Yes. Seriously. Yes, it's rough. Seriously. It's rough out there. <laughs> so, yeah. If you if you even have to start here and you hear her voice, um, sometimes that's a start. You just don't know who you're, you're affecting. Just by listening to your voice, you can soothe something or somebody in a moment of time when they have nobody else... That could be a turning point in their lives. Yeah. So that's just my thing. Well, yeah. Do you have anything else you would like to say? You good? I'm good, y'all. Just thank you for supporting <laughs> my little sis. I'm so proud of her. I love her deeply. Um, I enjoy being on the show. I will continue to listen. Um, and I think that's about it. Well, thank you for being my first guest. Yeah. <laughs> And thank you for always supporting oh, me yes. and just helping me be, you know, the best bed that I can be. She's the best bed that she's going to continue to be. <laughs> yes. Yes. But all right, y'all. That's all we got for you this week. And I will catch you next week for our morning motivation. Until next time.
Hey y'all, that's our episode for today. I hope this episode provided something for you to think on, journal, or create a conversation with those around you. Again, thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe wherever you are listening. Also, go ahead and leave me a comment below. Let me know what you think about the episode um, and what you enjoyed and what your takeaway was. Also, rate this um, episode for me and my podcast for me so that I can gain more listeners and following. And lastly, be sure to follow me on Instagram at transparent.chick.pc. Again, transparent.chick.pc so that you can stay in tune with me. Until next time, fam, be well, be blessed, and be intentional.